1: A mysterious, all-powerful
0: character, a problem to the police, but a of for law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to L's Exchange. I am Sal, and I'm joined today by Heather Antos. Heather, thanks for being here again. Um, thanks for
1: having me again. Yeah,
0: and, and by again, I mean this is the first time you've ever been on this show, but... That's true. We uh, did a pickup show for Benny over on Absolute Comics, which is another show mm-hmm. that you'll find actually both of us on, but me more frequently. Uh, so yeah we're gonna be talking about you and what you do and we're gonna talk all kinds of stuff we're talking about the comic industry and uh one of the things that's that i normally do on this show and off like all over the place is speculate about the comic industry you know i've been reading them forever and and Mm -hmm. usually my co-hosts are like veterans of reading comics which is to say veterans of nothing and we all have like we all have our own opinions and we all have our own conjecture but like i really love we can get somebody who actually like works there or knows mm. something uh so that hopefully we can uh, we can get some insights into like how things work how things go what folks can do if they ever wanted to get into it and more importantly what we can expect or what we can like prognosticate about the current state of the comic book industry because Ooh, that's based I think so yeah. well because basically <laughs> that's like <good> word. <laughs> thank you very much well I used to teach english so <laughs> ah. but not very long so I run out of words after a while <laughs> Um but yeah so we uh we, we we could start with you uh and we'll transition mm-hmm. into an actual conversation uh <laughs> as opposed to the usual interview kind of thing where it's like so you interviewed so and so for your high school newspaper well, what was that like you know no but mm-hmm. we're going to we're going to talk about you and what you do so what do you do if people aren't familiar
1: Uh well I am uh recently announced uh, now senior editor at Valiant Congratulations uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's very, it's, it's, you know, it's weird getting promoted in the midst of a global pandemic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It almost feels ceremonial. In, like, oh, like, yeah, you know what? You're grand poobah of Valiant. Congratulations mm-hmm. because we're going to burn down tomorrow. Like it's just, everything's Whoa. scary. No, I don't, I don't mean Valiant. And, and I mean like everything.
1: Well, literally everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the whole world is at a standstill, but exactly. you know, uh, it's, it's, it's still uh, an honor you know um, but on top of like a transition there's there's like an, a, a universe-wide transition happening so it's it's a lot to process but it's it's uh exciting
0: okay all right that's <laughs> to great say the, least. <laughs> that's,
1: <laughs> to say the least
0: yeah that's very generous I think mm-hmm. um, to be to be excited in a time like this <laughs> um, what, what did what were you doing and what do you do now and what was what's the difference?
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh before I was just a, a normal editor. Right. Um, and we've talked a little bit about it on Absolute before, but um, you know, uh just for the, the new listeners here, um I I normally equate a comic book editor to like a television or film producer. Um, you know, it's our job to pitch ideas, to source ideas, um, to cast talent to oversee production to make sure it happens on time within budget on schedule and to get it out the door um to you guys right uh in the best shape possible and as comic editors we're typically doing it for you know six to 15 projects at a time um you know it's not like you're you're a producer on just one television show or two television shows it's you are Overseeing, you know, a corner of a publishing line. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And so that, that in a nutshell was my job as an editor. And now as a senior editor, um, being higher up in the publishing department, one of the newer, and I would say probably the biggest um, addition to my responsibilities is now overseeing the publishing line as a whole okay um so it's not just you know i have an idea for shadow man and i want to do the shadow man book it's how does the shadow man book fit in with the exo man War? fit in with the ninjack, fit in with the harbinger fit in with everything going on in the universe yeah um you know and and do we want to plan events where does the one shots go it's public it's it's planning out the publishing schedule as a whole and how it makes sense not only for valiant but within the year for retailers and for the industry.
0: Yeah. So rather than um, hearing about what the event's going to be and how your book's going to work, you're mm-hmm. more dictating, like, "Hey, this is going to be what we're doing," and this is so. Yeah, or, or I wouldn't, you're part I wouldn't of
1: necessarily the... say dictating. No, well, it's, it's, um, it has
0: a very negative connotation, but I would but, say crafting. But, but crafting, yes, yes, it's a collaborative. It's 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 all plastic, man. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah, that's cool. So. Um, this this actually only just happened. What like less than a month ago? About a month ago? Um. um
1: yeah. I mean, we it, it happened internally uh, before it got announced. So I right. would say, um. Gosh, I don't even know.
0: March was so long. <laughs> March March was like another year. We might as well be in twenty twenty one right now.
1: I know. Uh, it happened. I think beginning of February, end of January. I okay. don't really know. Did yeah. You,
0: did you see that joke? It was just—it's been circulating uh, around where it's just somebody tweeted—I don't remember who it was—but they're brilliant. Where they just said, "Why the fuck did I buy a 2020 calendar? Like, mm-hmm. why did i why did I buy a 2020 planner?" Yeah. And I was like, "What an amazing comment!" Like, it just—but because that's where we are. Like, just.
1: oh, I—I I started literally two weeks before all the like shutdowns and lockdowns took place. I started doing mason jar meal planning that way like oh i literally just grab a mason jar of breakfast and lunch before i go to work and and that's it it's done and i don't have to think about it yeah. and i i was so excited it was going so well and then ha ha ha, ha you're never leaving your house ever again right
0: hope um, you went shopping earlier and got everything right else.
1: yeah yeah so you know it's something to look forward to when life returns i guess Yeah.
0: yeah planning again that'd be a lot of fun
1: yeah.
0: Um so you've so you've had the gig for a bit. Uh mm-hmm. before everything kind of uh you know, went went topsy turvy. What uh were you already in the planning phases of the initiative, like the, the, like 2021,
1: 2022. Oh yeah. 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 No, no, no. We, we, you know, we had obviously our 2020 schedule has been locked. Um, and we were locked. We were currently in the midst of locking the first half of 2021 and like doing some really, really cool things, um, which are still going to happen. Um, it's now (laughs) just a matter of when they're going to happen and are they going to happen in the same order? And you know, um, what our needs are, uh, coming out of the global pandemic when, when shops are, you know, up and running again, um, you know, to, as to not overwhelm retailers and overwhelm the industry, right. um, and, and things like that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's been, I would say, you know, thrust into the deep end really quickly. Totally. Um, but I like that. Like I, I like learning on the fly. I, I appreciate a good challenge. Um, and you know, I'm a student of improv, so <laughs> there's, there's a lot of that going on right now. Oh, sure. Uh, from everyone, literally globally. Um, and every single day, not just comics, you know, everything is changing day by day. So, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, uh, you've been part of this, like, effort to kind of like bring valiant uh you know into its next phase and being like yo mm-hmm. here's here's valiant here's what we're doing and now you're playing i have to assume that you and any of the other talented people at valiant are trying to i don't know not only do damage control but also come up with a plan for you know, we're talking about the industry kind of being mm-hmm. affected and damaged, yeah. uh, or at the very least shocked. Let's say da- let's say shocked uh, by <laughs> what's going on, and so I imagine that there have been some all hands on deck meetings, pretty much daily for you guys to go. Okay, um, so that this was the plan for 2021. But let's let's come up with a new plan that also allows us to have like the most amount of sales and the most amount of like you know creative, uh, you know, bombasticness going on. I don't know what to call yeah. it, but like you know, you how different is the plan today versus like let's say a month ago?
1: Oh, it's a hundred percent different. <laughs> like I mean, it's it's I mean, books aren't shipping in, in April. Period. You know, right. like so yeah, so no. anything planned for April. Ain't happening or yeah. well, it's not happening in April, you yeah. know, like it's it's a thing where everything that's been announced, everything that's been solicited, everything that we have in the works is still happening. Like that hasn't changed sure. um in any way, shape, or form. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, um when when things are up and running again what is the first thing we put out? What do we return with? What, you know, it's like, those are the questions that totally. we're asking. Um, and literally, just like you said, like we are meeting every single day, first thing in the morning, all the department heads. And the first question that comes out of our publisher's mouth is, okay, what is the industry talking about now? What is, what is, you know, what what have we heard? How are people pivoting? What news is going on? And what do we think, how do we think we should react?
0: yeah. Um, um, now, unfortunately, in you guys's case, you had to stop production entirely, mm-hmm. uh, which means there are no artists and writers currently producing books. Is that still the case, or is that
1: so? That's actually incorrect.
0: Okay, I'm glad uh, to dispel that because that's what that's why that's what I heard.
1: Yeah, no, that's a, that's actually incorrect. Um, certain certain projects were told to put in pause just because, you know, it, it was a thing of. Literally, this book isn't even on the publishing schedule yet. Right. Um. So, you know, everyone is trying to best manage uh, budgets as best they can. Like, every industry is doing this. Well, We're that... seeing it across the board. And, you know, again, it's like I said, it's not that these projects aren't happening. It's just we have to reevaluate when they're happening. Um. And so projects that are happening sooner have
0: to take precedence. Totally. Now, because um, I was thinking, you, I, 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 was, I was privy to a little bit of behind the curtain stuff at Valiant. I'm not going to reveal mm-hmm. any of it, but I do want to mention that like, you had, you know, there was, was a rollout. You know, we got this, mm-hmm. we have this, and then after that we have this. Um, mm-hmm. Now that you are a month kind of like in holding pattern, has there been any temptation to go like, you know, based on the release of this, we can kind of rearrange some of this stuff, you know, since we didn't really make any announcements about it?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, we have publishing plan meetings all the time um, and there it's weird. Like everything has shifted and everything has changed, but at the same time, things also haven't, if that makes sense. Oh, definitely.
0: Well, you you have to be consistent and you, and and you're made these decisions based on, I assume projections and, and Mm -hmm. uh, and market research. And so you're just like, well, this is going to sell at this point. Like if you're, if you're planning a summer event, and i'm not saying you are but i'm saying like if one were to be planning a summer event one would probably not want to move it to the fall or the, right. the winter so obviously right. there are some things that make sense to put out at a certain time
1: mhm no for sure and that's and that's a lot of it it's you know um when like hypothetically uh because there's still no no news Get yeah, From diamond. Yeah. Um, but like hy- hypothetically we're diamond to start shipping books again yep. in, say, you know, July hypothetically. Sure. Um, You know, is that a month where we want to come back with a number one? Is that a month where we want to come back with a number three and just continue? Is that a month where we want, if we do a number one, is it, do we do a number one of one of the staple characters? Do we do it with one of the up and coming characters? Do we do that with new IP? What do we do based on how the industry is reacting? How Valiant is like, these are the thoughts and questions that are, you know, that I never as an editor, you know, that wasn't my Job description. No, you got, the, you got the you got the marching orders. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so now I'm involved with those conversations, and you know, those are editorial. What are our needs and what are our thoughts versus sales versus marketing versus you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So
0: I, I think it's interesting uh, a comment you made earlier where you were like you know we're just we're just checking to see what the industry's doing and kind of like every morning we're like what happened you know because that's mm-hmm. that's pretty pretty much across the board from artists and writers to editors to YouTubers who talk about comics like everybody's like okay what happened this morning and yeah. like <laughs> and and it was for the this whole week that we're sh- that we've been shooting this episode like it has been every morning there's a new development it went from mm-hmm. like you know DC and Marvel were going to go digital only to oh never mind actually we're not to diamond actually might be like totally screwed to, hey, Comic Hub is offering this new initiative mm-hmm. and, and and no one can catch up because the industry has been run a certain way for at least 30 years, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, so, and it's funny because I was talking to another creative about this the other day and he mentioned that we're in a situation where it's like, maybe we shouldn't be reacting so much. I agree. Like, maybe it's more like, you know react in terms of response publicly Mm -hmm. but in terms of what we're doing internally we should just kind of not stay the course because I know there's a lot of negative connotations to it but the concept of like you know when we get out of this will the comic book industry itself the production Mm -hmm. part of it be affected as much as like retailers and and fans Mm -hmm. and and artists and writers and stuff because that's that's where we are you know and it's, it's yeah and it's fascinating like to think about like what we should be doing and what you guys are reacting to and 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 doing for the, what's best for you you know
1: yeah yeah i think like and this is getting you know much broader than comics but oh, i think yeah, fine you know global global state of the world we're, we're truly facing a situation that we have never faced in our lifetimes. Like we haven't. And, um, no one has no industry has. And so I think there is a lot of anxiety and a lot of panic being expressed and reacted to in a way that people don't necessarily process as anxiety and panic. Um, you know, it's, it's human nature to respond to anxiety by trying to, um, Showcase control of some kind and that, you know, everything's handled and we've got this. But I think sometimes that, um, you know, tends to make announcements and make decisions from companies that they haven't fully thought through. Right Um, or that, oh, we're sending this statement to respond uh, to reassure our investors. But then where does that leave the customers or the retailers? Right. or we're sending this statement to reassure retailers, but how does that affect the investors or customers or or things like that? Like yeah. you know, and um, and so I think the fact that there's so much that's indetermined, you know, like Diamond said saying we're not shipping anything new but without a date of reassessment yeah. or, you know, same thing with government lockdowns, you know, saying um, the government is, is, you know, shelter at home. indefinitely. Um that adds a lot of anxiety. Totally. To an already anxious group of people. Yeah. Um, we're just looking for and
0: answers and don't, and can't get them themselves. Like we're well, looking to be arbiters. It's, yeah.
1: it's hard to have a contingency plan with literally, you're given literally nothing. Right. And yeah. so. Um and so yeah like at Valiant you know we're we're not panicking we're just trying to okay this is this is the information we have today um and so this is how we need to pivot and adjust internally um and you know we are talking with retailers every single day we're talking with every single publisher with other publishers every single day we're talking with creators and keeping them informed yeah. um you know, and just, just really trying to reassure everyone that, you know, we're in this, but we're in this together. And, um, this industry isn't going away, you know, uh, it, it's probably going to shift and change a little bit, but so is everything else, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's true.
1: And there's something almost reassuring in that, um, is that literally no matter what, everything is shifting. And so we have to be in this all together. Right.
0: It's funny because I was thinking about um, apropos that, that line of thought, um, how um, about statements and you know putting out the word and, and assuring your investors or in terms of like the comic book industry, kind of like your your readers. Um, I noticed that Valiant was very quick to put out a statement. Like, here's what we're doing, here's our plan, or at the very least, here's our reaction, and here's what we're going to be doing for the foreseeable Mm -hmm. future, which is probably going to be like a week or two because God only knows what's happening a week from now. Um, yeah, (laughs) but I noticed that like other larger publishers who will remain nameless for the time being have opted for Mm -hmm. a kind of non answer, wait and see kind of approach, which I found Mm -hmm. very curious. And you know, where, where it's like, there's this thing, we don't know what they're going to do. We now know what like IDW, Boom, Dark Horse, and Valiant are gonna do, but we don't know what you're gonna do. And mm-hmm. I noticed that they that like it's they're selectively silent, and mm-hmm. I find it interesting because it's kind of like this Well if we don't say anything, then no one can scrutinize it, and mm-hmm. we'll just do whatever we want. And and it turns out we don't actually really have to say anything. Like I think that's mm-hmm. that's a lesson that I think a lot of larger groups have learned and that doesn't that extends out beyond the realm of comic books, but it's like a lot of companies who normally would be scrutinized immediately for anything they say on any topic mm-hmm. are like what if we just don't say anything? And yeah. and they don't and then no one and then everyone's just talking about how they're not saying anything, but they're not also criticizing them. And they're like, well, I guess that's going to be the modus operandi from now on. But I think it's, uh, I I really appreciated the fact that Valiant and others very quickly were like, well, we have this plan in place. It's not Mm -hmm. a lie. Let's just tell them. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, I understand why bigger companies and bigger corporations and their PR departments, you know, like, are, let's wait and see. Right. You know, let's wait and see. Let's not cause panic, because because it is the thing, you know, where if you know, uh, if 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 your your big corporations, if any of them, you know, they understand that they're they're the big dog in the park, and right. so if they say something that causes any kind of alarm, it it just trickles down. That's true, know?
0: actually. What if yeah? What if something is said from a larger group uh, that is nameless, but it affects the like retailer or customer confidence in the entire market that affects yeah. you guys too That's yeah it affects it
1: affects everyone you know um and it affects it in a much you know it's a much bigger um reaction yeah um than 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 from the smaller publishers and so you know I do I do get it, it I also I too have noticed <laughs> <laughs> um I have I from being being just an insider um but uh it's it, it has been very interesting seeing how different and not just comics too but just different companies have responded i'm probably one of the one of the crazy people that is reading every single press release that every single like company sends me in my emails right um you know from all the different retailers or press it's, it's retailers funny. i read every single one of them
0: yeah um, just to see I'm, how they're handling it like what is Bank of yeah. America's response? I, I, I'm getting emails cool. from companies that I haven't bought from in twenty years and I'm right
1: like, exactly. and and i'm just I'm just very curious the wording that they're using and like what kind of messaging they're trying to send, um just yeah. from a like a weird sociological, um, you know, interest of mine. like i I find it very interesting. Um yeah. and but, yeah, no, as at Valiant, you know, like first and foremost, we wanted, the retailers to know that we have their backs because yeah. it, it, it felt like, it felt like, you know, obviously creators are worried about their work. Yeah. Um, publishers are worried about Diamond. And it's just like retailers kind of felt to me, like it looked like they're just like, who's looking out for us and who has our back. Big and, time. and Valiant, you know, like we have such a close relationship with our retailers. Um, and such a close relationship with our, with our fan base, with our customers, you know, like we wanted to send a message to them, um, to let them know like, Hey, we get it. This is scary for everyone, but we are evaluating this and we're, we're going to get through this and we're going to get through it together. Um, and you know, that's, that was super important to us.
0: Definitely. Um, I want to, I want to move a little bit towards, um, your own personal experience because, mm-hmm. uh, having been to both offices in very different times uh you've worked for both marvel and valiant um Mm -hmm. what's the what's the difference between the marvel office versus the valiant office i noticed that the valiant office is very it's it's a nice tight knit click of people and like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like collaboration and ideas it's it's not too dissimilar have you ever seen the reading rainbow video or episode about valiant um no it's incredible it's on youtube i think you can check it out but like i
1: will find this Yeah, lavar
0: goes to valiant comics in like
1: 1990 f- that's crazy f- yeah i might i might have seen i watched a lot of reading rainbow as a kid so i might have seen it then but it's like i don't remember yeah
0: any I, of them <laughs> yeah as a kid i remember my, my my dad was like hey they're they're talking about your comic books on the mm-hmm. show um, but, uh, they, but they pretended like the artists were in the studio and that they were drawing um, yeah. it as like, at- like
1: the old school. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm watching it, you know, as an adult, I'm like, there's no way they're drawing yeah. Cadillacs and dinosaurs or whatever. Now the Cadillacs and dinosaurs was made by tops. I, mean, <laughs> I, I guess I was thinking of the other guy who was not a valiant <laughs> anymore. Uh, but let, let's not talk about that. Anyway, the point is, um, but, uh, but it, but it, regardless of the fact that like, People aren't necessarily like drawing the books at Valiant anymore. It it's very like I don't know creative. There's a lot of energy, and it's like and every, and it's very like open. You know, everybody can talk to each other. Yeah. Just go and be like, hey, we're doing this, or hey, come over here. Or, Do you have a second to look at this? Um, can you compare that to the Marvel thing, or would you rather not?
1: <laughs> no, I mean I can uh, the Marvel thing. No, well, the I mean, Marvel it's, offices. It's, it's very it's very different, but I think they both have their strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Marvel. Uh, Marvel's been around for a very, very long time, right? Like they just celebrated their 80th anniversary. Yeah. Um, you know, they have what they do down to a science, for better or worse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have the Marvel way, and this is the Marvel way, and it's not gonna change. And uh, you know, like who can blame them? They're it works. <laughs> it works, right? Like, like it works. Um, love it or hate it, it works. Exactly. And um, you know, every department is very much its own thing at Marvel. Um, you know, like marketing and PR might check in with editorial if they're doing, um, if if they have questions about how they want to do something, but you don't sit down and have a conversation about it. Um, you know, like, and whereas literally for every single book before it gets announced, like, you know, um, we just announced Savage. Um, we have editorial sits down with marketing team and sales team and we sit and have a conversation and like this is what editorial's vision is um this is what we're thinking sales um and marketing will you know they'll spitball some ideas that they have and some what they see and what they're thinking and and really get on the same page of the messaging that we want to send out and promote this book with that way everyone is on the same page Um, whereas Marvel, you know, like sometimes I would, you know, even, even with the Star Wars stuff, Deadpool stuff, Gwenpool, like whatever, um, I wouldn't know that something was, was going out until like it came across my social media feed, um, and 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 like that's there's nothing wrong with that like the it teams are great different. at what they do but it's just it's just different exactly yeah. and you know like there was no communication between editorial and licensing that didn't happen wow. whatsoever you know like yeah. um like the marvel offices is 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 hundreds of people you know yeah. it's hundreds of people um
0: and, and yet, and yet and Valiant
1: it's believe- like 23.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and, it, and it, having been to both, uh, you know, very different experiences all, all around. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, my experience getting into the Marvel office was uh, um, less of a less of an invite and more of a uh, deception situation where <laughs> I was I was in I was in high school and uh, I, my mm-hmm. friend was in the city and I went to go visit him and we had nothing to do. And I'm like, well, let's go to Marvel. Yeah. And uh, and so we went to Marvel. And, they're, and I'm from Jersey. I don't spend a lot of time in New York. When I did, I went to go visit my grandma in Brooklyn. So, like, I don't have mm-hmm. like the Manhattan experience. So, mm-hmm. you know, you go into an office building and there's a guy there behind a big desk with a book of names. And mm-hmm. if your name's not in that book, you're not getting in the elevator. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, I told him I was another creator uh, who was mm-hmm. not me. And uh, he let me write up, which is, you know, Cracker Jack Security back in 2000. Um, <laughs> And went in the elevator, got up, got up to the main floor. There's this, I don't know if they still had it, but like, there's there's another lobby. Mm-hmm. You know, you go through the thing, you get yeah. up. There's another lobby with Marvel. And There's a couple of comics on the coffee table. And then there's another receptionist to stop mm-hmm. you from there. And that's who stopped us there. That was the person. Of course. Like, yeah. Yes. She was like, and what are you doing here? And we're like, oh, we're here for the tour. And they're like, we don't offer tours. Get out. And we're like, okie dokie. <laughs> yeah. But like having looked yep. at it for a second, um, you know, it was much more like there were. Uh, the, it was not like the Lavar Burton experience. There were more. cubic yeah. <laughs> There were cubicles. Like it, the 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 lobby was cool, but like mm-hmm. you know, then you look beyond and there were like there were cubicles and whatnot, and it was like mm-hmm. oh, I'm like oh, it's more like an office anyway. Okay, well. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 it's. I mean,
1: they literally just moved to new offices, so I'm sure. Yeah. No. It's I'm a sure little it's different, different, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, the Marvel offices, there's the cubicles, and then, like, the conference rooms were pretty cool. Like, the conference rooms, they had, like, uh, themed rooms where you had the Hulk room and Iron Man and whatever. Okay. You have, like, cool, like, statues and, and things like that in there and, and nice little murals. But, um, yeah, for the most part, like, editorial row and uh, the bullpen and all that it just looked like any office right. with comic art on the walls.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, then the reason why I mentioned it and I asked is because we're in a weird place right now where, you know, we talked about reaction slash changes. And mm-hmm. one of the big changes that I hope happens, um, which has nothing to do with comics, or maybe it does because of the disparity between the two offices, is um, the office environment itself. And how, mm-hmm. as it, like, I feel like every corporate office that has... That employs people who work at a desk where mm-hmm. what my job is, is I get up, I get in a car, I drive to my office and I sit at a desk and I work at my desk until I I'm done and get back in my car and go home. If that job exists, it should be done. I think it should be done from home and end of mm-hmm. story like across the board. And I and I, I think that there's been a big corporate kind of like reticence to say, hey, uh, let's just do that and mm-hmm. e- even if it makes sense and it works across the board it, it reduces on you know like s- traffic congestion fatalities emissions mm-hmm. and like you know you can as a as a company you could save office space and and reduce your size and your footprint and all that stuff it's everything everybody's happier um in my utopian vision of nobody having to go to an office um but i feel like in the comic book industry um that would be a detriment particularly in the valiant place but like but my question would be, um, Marvel versus Valiant in terms of, would you have known, like, if, if, the, if you had been doing your job from home, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when everything's all cleared up, you, having seen how Valiant works, you kind of need to go back. Like, you can't just do this from home.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm such a homebody. So like, this is my dream. Right. Um, but yeah, like it, it would be one of those things where it's like, yeah, but like once a week, I'd like to, to have a day. Yeah. Chase time. You know what I mean? Like once right. a day to get all the meetings where it's just, it's just so much easier to do it in a room and totally. see each other um, because conference calls, you know, is great as they they're chaotic, exactly, and and even like Zoom calls where you see everyone's face, it's still chaotic, and and nothing beats, especially in collaboration, um, nothing beats everyone just being in the same space with the same energy, totally. Um, and and so yeah, like things like that with Valiant, I think that's a very astute observation. Is it would be very different, and it is very different. Yeah. Um, you know, and and people adjust to it differently, and uh it's it's certainly changed the dynamic not for better or worse but it's just different you know yeah. and we're all adjusting and and yeah
0: yeah but I think a lot of people are learning like I think a lot of companies and employees hopefully are learning like oh you know what like some of these things I can do from home like I don't need mm-hmm. to do this again and I, I'm hoping that like we go back like when we mm-hmm. when we go back that we Strongly evaluate it and make and make changes. I can imagine that like, if if a lot of co- I, most companies, I assume, don't make these kinds of observations or decisions until long after their relevancy has expired. But like, I, I would expect that like, you know, if you work for a major company or a, or a faceless corporation which requires you to just kind of like put data entry in, um, that you know you'd hire a consultant firm to get like a measurement of productivity and be like, oh, as mm-hmm. so it turns out, uh, on average. <sighs> During the corona outbreak, uh, the productivity went up 200%. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the problem, of course, is, if, like, if they do that, if they were like, yeah, no, you know what, work from home. But I do expect 200% productivity output, though. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I think a lot of people are having to learn to adjust, like, because they don't have that, like, physical separation now. like. Yeah. Controlling your work hours can be very, very difficult.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, But for some of us who like, oh, some of us for who love, you know, the internet, or who work from home, or you know, or who enjoy being home, you know, like you find, like I had a buddy who used to work for a missile defense contract, and Mm -hmm. he used to set his own hours because he Mm -hmm. had a unique skill set that was like, you know, a matter of national security, and Mm -hmm. so he could literally, and he liked to work at night, so he would literally just like. Go in at eight o'clock at night, work until whenever, and then just mm-hmm. go home. and if he wanted to take a break, he would work 17, 20 hour days and then just go oh like God, I'd be like, I, I just I just blocked off a week of time I don't need to do now. yeah and and I find that a lot of people who who work from home or who have learned to work from home have discovered that like the nine to five time slot is arbitrary and mm-hmm. some of us prefer to work in the morning or at night or or piecemeal throughout the day and it's like you know yeah i may for me when i do this like i you know i work all day kind of like you know i take right. i take huge swaths of time off and then i'll spend a t- chunk of time doing other stuff and it just, it's it as it turns out people are very unique and it doesn't really make sense to fit them into a box and say work from nine to five
1: yeah no i i definitely agree with your collaborative environment and collaborative yes. industry like where you do need people in a room or on a call like you gotta be at that
0: time yeah
1: you got right like you know like we have a daily like i said we have a daily every single day to check in and and so like yep. we have to be working at that time that's fair um uh, <laughs> so it does you know if if you know you uh just as an example are an independent worker you know your your job revolves around you and true and when you're not relying on like I have a team of assistant editors right like I have a team of associate editors I have a team beneath me that I need to make sure I'm available for if they need me or that they're available so I can delegate to that's true Um, and so I think it all just it all just boils down to communication
0: right yeah and (laughs) if they're asleep you can't work with them like that's just yeah no you can't be selfish about it I hear you yeah (laughs) Um, so, you know, we're, we're in an interesting place. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what Valiant's plans are right now in this world? Like, ah, <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, yeah, kind of like I said before, um, nothing, like I said, everything is changing, but nothing is changing. Right. Um, uh, you know, like obviously Dr. Tomorrow 3 and Bloodshot 8 and Rai 6 were all supposed to come out in April, Quantum movie 4, Visitor 5 like final witness number one, like all of that stuff was supposed to come out in April, literally impossible to happen right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, you know, everything is changing. in the fact that like, yes, these books won't be coming out in April. They'll be shifted to, you know, July, June, whenever, whenever, you know, things are back up and running. Yeah. Um, but they're still happening. You know, everything right. we've solicited, um, shadow man, savage, like all of that stuff is still happening. It's just happening later um you know like Diamond um had us still send the july previews to them so you know we had to rejigger some stuff and and we sent to them like what we think um should books be shipping then you know what what we think will be will be happening um and we're working on august now and and some stuff is getting shifted but it's also happening projects that we have teased um there have been a couple um are still happening. Um some of them are even still planned to happen roughly around when they were going to happen originally like um so it's you know it's 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 more so a question for sales or marketing because their ears are a little bit more to the ground on True. this stuff than than I am. Um as they're in communication daily with diamond with retailers um yeah with with the book market but uh you know like everything is still happening um we're still you know like uh episode number one just launched number two is ready to we're ready to hit shelves as as yeah and as as um so yeah like uh right now it's it's just kind of it, unfortunately it's a bit of a wait and see and it's a bit of a wait and see that's not entirely even up to the comics industry mm. um but uh I'm very excited to see how the industry comes back from this because I think there's been such a divide in the industry for a very long time. And not and I'm not meaning like uh divide in like in like a political sense, but I mean a divide in that it's become so like, well, what does Valiant need to do to push to the top? What does Marvel need to do? Sure, they're still ahead of D.C. Well, what does D.C. need to do so they can be level? And now we're kind of all thrust into a situation where we have to lean on each other and we yeah. have to work together because... If, if even one publisher doesn't take the whole industry into consideration with how we come back from this, like it could capsize the whole ship. Yeah. Um, yeah. and you know, we really are all different cogs in a great big machine that is this industry, like the customers, the fans, the creators, the retailers, the distributors, like we all need to come together and work together. Um, and, and we're seeing that, you know, we're, yeah. we're really seeing that. And it's a truly beautiful thing. Um, and you know, it's, it's going to continue to happen and, until we come back.
0: Well, and I'm seeing, I mean, like, uh, you know, tribalism is something that we all kind of like, unfortunately give into at some point or another in comic mm-hmm. books are no exception, particularly, you know, superheroes, comic books, given, you know, Marvel versus DC, you know, all yeah. that stuff. And, and it's like, um, but uh, but one of the things that i've always noticed is that the creators are always in communication with each other they're always mm. collaborating with each other or at the very least they're always like talking about it and and because they all know each other they all work in the same field and for mm. them there is no tribalism because it's like it's a mm. job you know it's like if i don't work here i'll work here you know and right. and it's one to one for me um i would like to see and I, I wonder if this is happening uh and if not you know maybe it should uh some communication because we've seen thanks to the advent of social media like that creators like are talking to each other non-stop mm-hmm. right um you know they're friends with each other you know gail simone's tweeting up a storm about seeing these creators work together to make you know amalgam come back and stuff mm-hmm. wouldn't it be nice i would i'd be interested to see um uh, senior editors talking to each other across the aisle from different companies, yeah. being like, "Hey, what are you guys doing? What should we be doing?" Or, "Hey, yeah. we, we tried this. You know, maybe that's what, is that is that happening in your uh, experience?"
1: Oh, that's that's a hundred percent happening. I mean, that's the sort of thing that publicly because. You know if if companies started doing that publicly and then you always you always get the the media speculation totally um which uh tends to as we see in the entertainment industry
0: get blown proportion well, that kind of proportion sensationalism sells yes <laughs> it does it
1: does uh panic sells uh and panic especially sells right now and oh yeah so,
0: yeah if you just publicly uh, said like valiant's talking to the boom editor it's like are valiant boom exactly. merging you know yeah
1: well exactly exactly and so no there's there's a lot of those conversations happening. Like, I'm on a Discord um, chat channel that's literally all comic editors. That's awesome. Um, and so, we, you know, a lot of times it's just, you know, here's cat photos, right? Um, totally. But, but there's a lot of conversation obviously going on right now about what is happening and, and has, you know, what is this publisher doing or what are you guys thinking or has anyone heard from so and so? And, you know, we're all just trying to figure this out and yeah. you know, if we can all get together on the same page um, or at least be communicating at the very least, like I think, I think it would be very helpful.
0: I think you're right. You, you said it earlier about how communication, it all boils down to communication. It always mm-hmm. does. And mm-hmm. in this case, like something I've always maintained is that like, there is no, you know, tr- like there's tribalism, uh, cosmetically, but mm-hmm. for us, like, the comic book industry is it a unique animal unto itself, and it it rises and falls with each other. Like if if Marvel closed, DC would be screwed, etc. Yeah. Like it, and and if they closed, you bet your bottom dollar that everybody else would like Dark Horse is not going to yeah. make it without like the no. the the larger companies helping to bolster the uh, the industry, or they'd have to evolve into something else. Everybody would have to evolve into something else. But, yeah. Like, but like there is this kind of like. Uh, unspoken collaboration when I say unspoken I mean obviously it is spoken given that there's discord servers dedicated to it but like in terms of publicly speaking I think that the tribalism runs deep and the, the, because the audience sli- because the audience has become the media because the social media like and you know you're like a senior editor of Alliance talking to me and I, I, I didn't do anything you know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't have any stake in the comic industry outside of me reading it. But for some reason, <laughs> I, I get to talk about it and and and, and disseminate information to other people. Uh, the audience has become the media for the comic industry. Mm-hmm. The tribalism is attached to it, or at least it comes mm-hmm. along with it. And so there's this un- misunderstanding that like there is this and that, as opposed to it all being part of one pangea. And like yeah, and 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 I think hopefully this crisis and the the constant I, I don't want to say fear mongering, but like the kind of rampant speculation and concern associated with it. Is the comic industry dead? Is this company dead? Is Diamond dead? Is this dead? Like, is everything dead? I, I'm guilty of it myself, um, yeah. but only to get clicks. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, this shaking of the industry hopefully will, I think, shake out the preconceived idea that there is this or that or them and us and it's it is just the comic book industry and yeah and and the collaboration is key and and that we can like i don't know and we can, that we that we can understand that this is a very unique thing it's not about yeah you know warner brothers versus disney it's about the the comic book industry selling books and
1: yeah
0: and it being it's, kind of yeah
1: it's about this medium that we love and that has brought us all together. And, you know, it, it truly is getting us through these difficult times. Um, yeah. yeah. And every part. And
0: like the retailers are, sell- are, are are coming up with new and inventive ways to get people to read comics again. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm seeing blind boxes. I'm seeing like pull orders and mailing lists. And, you know, everyone's coming up with new ideas. And, and this this new comics hub thing is is, you know. Is another example of the comic book industry trying to come up with solutions to get comics yeah. to readers, and so it's interesting. It's it, and I'm 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 happy about it. I'm happy to see that at least on the comic industry side, everybody is maintaining a, a semblance of positivity and progress. They're all like, okay, what are we gonna do about this? Not yeah. like, what are we gonna do, and how are we gonna keep them from doing it? You know,
1: well, we're creative people, you know, like at the, yeah. end of the day like literally all our jobs to come up with ideas. Yeah. Um and we're really seeing that happen right now. And, and and it's truly beautiful to see, you know, every part of the industry come together in that way um for the betterment of us all.
0: Yeah. Uh before we wrap up, because I feel like that's a mm-hmm. good that's a good place to wrap up. Um <laughs> I, I wanted I wanted to mention uh wh- you know because Valiant's coming back because everything's mm-hmm. coming back. Uh, what can you tease as a senior editor uh, f- for what Valiant's going to be doing and what we're going to be expecting to buy?
1: Um, oh gosh, what can I tease? Not, not a lot. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. But, but I can say that you know, um, every like, like I said, everything we announced previously, everything that we solicited: Savage, Final Witness, Shadow Man, like all those books are they're done like, you know, we are ready to send to print on, you know, like, yeah. um, uh, on, on all of them. And so once, once we're back, we're coming back so strong with so many amazing number ones with some huge creators, um, along with, I'm sure as soon as we get back, we'll have, we'll, we'll be announcing our, our fall line, um, which has, um some pretty awesome i was gonna say psychotically awesome but i don't i don't like that it's not it's not good um That's a very good
0: I, I dig it it's i think not. it's a good poll okay, well, psychotically go. awesome psychotically on the
1: cover. awesome there you go um but yeah we you know like once things are back you know we've got some huge announcements with some like amazing huge creators um, that we can't wait to share with you all and uh you know i was just saying on another interview the other day like this only gives us more time to make it a hundred percent worth the wait right
0: that's great well heather thank you so much for joining me and ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for watching or listening to the show and uh i hope you come back it'd be a lot of fun to continue this conversation uh i'm looking forward to seeing what happens tomorrow it's only Thursday so I know then we have the whole weekend for everything to catch fire
1: (laughs) true it's true one day we'll get our studio interview that we were talking
0: yes that'll be a lot of fun I'm looking forward (laughs) to being allowed to use physical space again I mean it's Mm -hmm. me but it's a big space so it's just me Mm -hmm. being like hello (laughs) but uh, yeah we'll see you guys next time thanks so much for watching and thank you so much for being here
1: thank you